This is Today in History, July the 6th. On this day in 1535, Sir Thomas More was executed in England for high treason. In 1777, during the American Revolution, British forces captured Fort Ticonderoga. Also on this day in 1885, French scientist Louis Pasteur tested an anti-rabies vaccine on nine-year-old Joseph Meister, who had been bitten by an infected dog. The boy did not develop rabies. And in 1933, the first first all-star baseball game was played at Chicago's Comiskey Park. The American League defeated the National League 4-2. In 1942, Anne Frank, her parents and sister, entered a secret annex in an Amsterdam building where they were later joined by four other people. They hid from Nazi occupiers for two years before being discovered and arrested. On this day in 1944, an estimated 168 people died in a fire that broke out during a performance in the main tent of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus in Hartford, Connecticut. In 1957, Althea Gibson became the first black tennis player to win a Wimbledon singles title as she defeated fellow American Darlene Hard. Althea Gibson of New York became the first of her race to win the title at Wimbledon, England. And she won the U.S. Nationals, too. Sportsmen everywhere applauded Althea's triumph and shared in her moment of glory when Queen Elizabeth herself presented the symbol of victory to the girl from Harlem who became the toast of the tennis world in 1957. On this day in 1964, the movie A Hard Day's Night, starring the Beatles, had its world premiere in London. Tell me, uh, how did you find America? Turn left to Greenland. No, actually, we're just good friends. Has success changed your life? Yes. Are you a mod or a rocker? Um, no, I'm a mocker. In 1971, jazz trumpeter and singer Louis Armstrong died in New York at age 69. And in 1988, 167 North Sea oil workers were killed when explosions and fires destroyed a drilling platform. And on this day in 1957, John Lennon and Paul McCartney meet for the very first time. Paul met me the first day I did Bebopalula live on stage. Okay? And a, a mutual friend brought him to see my group called the Quarrymen. And we met and we talked after the show and... I saw he had talent and he was playing guitar backstage and doing 20 Flight Rock by Eddie Cochran. Now George came through Paul and Ringo came through George, although of course I had a, a say in where they came from, but the only, the person I actually picked as my partner who I recognized had talent and I could get on with was Paul. John Lennon was scheduled to perform with his band, the Quarryman Skiffle Group, at a parade and outdoor fair called the annual Walton Parish Church Garden Feet. Midway through their first set, 15-year-old Paul McCartney showed up and watched. John and Paul were introduced by a mutual friend, and Paul impressed the older John by playing Eddie Cochran's 20 Flight Rock, Gene Vincent's Bebop Alula, and a medley of Little Richard numbers. John and Paul recognized they each had the same passion for music. Soon Paul was teaching John how to tune his guitar and writing out the chords and lyrics to some of the songs he knew. Two weeks later, John Lennon asked Paul McCartney to join the Quarrymen. John Lennon and Paul McCartney meet for the very first time, July 6th, 19. 57 on this day in history.
in spite of all the time.